you're listening to the Hippie Haven podcast. I'm Callie, and it's my life mission to empower you with the knowledge and tools you need to spark positive change in your community. If you're new here, I'm the owner of Bestowed Essentials and Hippie Haven. I started Bestowed Essentials just over three years ago, and today our handmade, eco-friendly personal care and cleaning products can be found on the shelves of over 200 stores across the U.S. and Canada. Bestowed Essentials is one of the 15 winners of the Stacy's Rise Project Class of 2020, and we are also recognized by FedEx as one of their top 100 small businesses in the U.S. for two years in a row. In December 2019, my team and I opened Hippie Haven, a zero-waste store and community space in Rapid City, South Dakota. Of course, I also host this Hippie Haven podcast, and we release new episodes every Wednesday, which you can get instantly downloaded to your phone for easy listening by subscribing to the Hippie Haven podcast on any of the major podcasting apps. You can find the show notes and transcript for every episode on hippiehavenpodcast.com. You can also learn more about me on our website. You can follow along on Instagram at hippiehavenshop or subscribe to our YouTube channel to see more behind the scenes at both of our Earth Conscious companies. My guest today is Zuleika Strassner. Originally from the UK, Zuleika studied international relations in Mandarin in a hybrid program in Southern California and Beijing, and she earned a master's in politics at Oxford University. In 2016, Zuleika and her husband moved to California, where she founded Zero, a zero-waste grocery delivery service, in 2019. Today, we talk about the inspiration behind her zero-waste grocery delivery service, how it all works, and the importance of following your dreams. Let's get started. What was the inspiration for Zero Grocery? Um, that's a good question. I had a background um, in politics and my areas were foreign policy and educational policy, never environmental policy. And my husband even would get on me all the time because I loved plastic wrap. I would use, I would like plastic wrap the hell out of anything and like put it in the, in the, in the fridge. And uh, we would have conversations about plastic, but then we went on this honeymoon to a beautiful island in the Caribbean called Little Corn. It's part of Nicaragua. It has a population of a thousand people. It has no roads, it has no gas cars, it has a no gas policy, but it is littered in plastic trash. And I spent two and a half weeks staring at this plastic trash. And it was then that I really just was deeply moved to want to fix the plastic issue that we're facing, the crisis that we're facing. And I came back to San Francisco. I lived plastic free for about a year and a half. And that was the beginning of my journey to understanding how can we deliver one in 10, one in seven Americans plastic free groceries and zero was born. So a zero waste grocery service is a really unique idea and it, it can be kind of hard to understand the concept. So how does it work exactly? So zero waste, meaning not producing any waste or any waste that goes essentially into the landfill. Um, we wanted to create a way for consumers, our, our customers, our members actually to shop single use plastic free. So that meant anything that we give to our customers, they can return back to us. Um, which means it's coming in a sustainable reusable container. So let's imagine that you're ordering cereal. That cereal today comes in a glass jar. Uh, we give it to you, you eat the cereal and like a milkman or a milkwoman service, you simply give that jar back. And you don't do this with just one product. You do it with 
tens and tens of products that you're buying from us each week. If you're buying something like produce, carrots, cabbage, that doesn't come with any uh, packaging inherently anyway. Um, but the focus was on how do we get those much loved American staples? And I'm also talking like a lot of the naughty foods as well, you know, cookies and chips and um, things that when I lived plastic free for a year, I couldn't eat basically. How do we get those packaged for the very first time in a way that doesn't have any plastic? So our customers will usually hear about us from a friend. We're available in the Bay Area. We're at zerogrocery.com. Um, and they'll come to our site. They'll have a look at the over 600 items that we have today that are available. Um, they will sign up for a membership, hopefully. It's $25 a month to be a member, but every, uh, every person gets their first month free, usually, uh, with a promo code. Uh, which we have for your listeners as well. And uh, we enable them to start shopping at lower prices um, and select from many of these items and get next day delivery. And all you simply have to do is eat um, and enjoy the stuff and leave your bag outside your door with all of your glass jars and silicone bags ready for collection next week. And when we come next week, we'll deliver a fresh bag of groceries um, and take the other bag of empties away. We will sanitize the jars, the containers in a commercial grade dishwasher. We will repack everything and we will get it to you again. Um, and that code for anybody listening is High Hippie Haven, which will get you your first month free. That's High Hippie Haven. What are the various products that you sell? Um, we started off originally with just 48 products. Um, we wanted to have a good mix. So originally we had started off with a little bit of fresh produce, avocados, tomatoes, bananas, the top selling items, um, staples like granola and eggs, bread, milk. We now have over 600 items. Uh, we sell everything from fresh produce to things like frozen pastas and raviolis, other frozen items, um, what we call the cold chain. So anything that is dairy, um, cheese, meat, um, any, pretty, pretty much anything you can think of, as well as health, beauty, um, things like shampoo bars, uh, bamboo toothbrushes. So the 700 items, nearly 700 now items uh, that we have enable you to get a really robust basket of stuff from us. And we're just now expanding across the different categories. How do you handle the frozen and cold items? How do those get delivered within food safety standards? The one great thing for us is we don't have to worry like other services about the cost of the packaging. Many other services have to think, okay, I'm preparing this cardboard box. I can afford to put one uh, ice pack in here, very little materials because they are essentially losing those materials. We don't have that concern because we're going to recoup all of the materials. So it means we can use a lot more materials to ensure a successful delivery to our customers. And what you'll find with us is because we use a lot more materials, you'll get separate bags for your cold, you'll get separate bags for your frozen, you'll have something like your meat, for example, will come inside of a, an individual bag and it will be sandwiched between two ice packs. So a lot more ice packs. So when you think about frozen, and a good example is our amazing uh, frozen ravioli range that we have right now, those will come in a jar They'll be stored in our freezers. Um, they will be picked right before they're being delivered. And they will be um, packed in this very specific way with, like I said, a lot of ice packs and a lot of materials. Um, and of course, when our, when our, when our members are finished uh, 
eating that ravioli, we know we're going to get everything back, the bag, the ice packs and the jar, and all of that is going to be re-sanitized and reused. Where are you sourcing your products from and, and how are you working with your suppliers to minimize the plastic in your supply chain? We are today about 50% local and about 50% that come from big name brands that you all recognize. It's our technology that specifically allows us to do this. So we're working with farms um, and we're working with other partners to get a lot of our you know, fresh produce and other fresh items as well. Things that you may see in your local farmer's market. And then we're working with bigger brands, um, whether they are you know, mid-sized coffee producers and roasteries or whether they are much larger companies producing cereals and granolas that you're probably very familiar with. It's our technology that enables us to partner with them um, and the secret source for how we can um, work with bulk product and get that product packaged in this very specific way for the first time. Um, and the job that we do here at Zero is to then aggregate all of that product into one place so that when you come as a member to shop, um, all of those nearly 700 items are available to you today um, for next day delivery. Now, there are some things that, of course, don't have plastic on them already. Like I was mentioning earlier, you know, carrots or apples, those get delivered to us in big crates and they get put into your into your customer basket. But for things like cereals and granolas, we have to work um, and form partnerships. Um, and we have some exciting, I can't reveal too much, we have a lot of exciting partnerships that are coming up very soon um, of more brands that you'll know and love. We've also been focusing on a lot on alternative products recently. So we're hoping to add um, you know, more, more dairy-free, wheat-free, grain-free and vegan options to the store as well. And for the first time, that technology is enabling our partners to work with us to get product packaged in a different way. That is exciting, especially the, the vegan options. You mentioned that you are in the Bay Area. Do you cover that entire region or are you only currently able to deliver to like certain zip codes within the Bay Area? Um, it is certain zip codes, but we cover the majority of the Bay Area today. I mean, I'm speaking in early July and right now, uh, July 2020, and we have most of the Bay Area covered, uh, certainly all of San Francisco, down the peninsula, down to San Jose, um, not all of San Jose quite yet, the predominantly the whole of the East Bay from Berkeley and Oakland all the way up to kind of Richmond Way. Um, and now we're expanding basically down from Fremont down down towards San Jose and that piece. And the only other piece, uh, an area we don't cover is uh, the North Bay and Marin. We have a lot of fans up there and we're hoping to get there pretty soon. But those two kind of key parts are the next coming areas. And once we, once we, um, once we enter into those areas, we will have the entirety of, of that piece of the Bay Area and then eventually also out into like Walnut Creek and Lafayette area as well. The plan right now, hopefully, fingers crossed, is... At some point, we hope, we think next year, uh, late next year to get into LA. Do you have any plans to expand outside of California at any point? Uh, yes, we are a business that has received um, venture funding. We are a business that is designed to scale very fast. And we intend, like I said earlier, you know, the, the hope is, and, and the mission really is, how do we get one in 10 Americans consuming plastic free? That means for 90% or more of the things they buy in a week, how do we get them plastic free? And to do that, we really need to have expanse across the country. That's not only the coastal parts of the country, but also 
um, you know, hardworking Americans in the middle of, of, of the United States as well um, to enable them to, to shop in an environmental and sustainable way. But the great thing about Zero is you pay a monthly membership, which works out at $6.25 a month. But the actual products themselves are about 10 to 15% cheaper. That's like for like. So the exact same granola or the exact same um, brand of cookies, um, but also for organic produce as well. So the plan for us is to enable many more Americans to not only consume sustainably, but to consume at a more transparent and a more accessible price point. I grew up in, um, in Eastern North London and my, my family and, and, and friends that I had, you know, it's not, it's not easy for many, many families to afford organic foods. It's not easy to, um, in the way that the system is structured today, to have access to the best foods in the market because they're too expensive. Um, and if you are a meat eater, free range products or, or you know, free range, cage free, pasture raised eggs are too expensive. So the key for us is how do we drive down the cost? And if we can create um, a real relationship with our members and have loyalty from our members and, you know, our members shop basically once a week with us right now. And if, if, if a family is able to shop with us that often, we can really get them the very best pricing and we can really extend the, the hand of sustainability to many, many more people. So that is really the dream for us. And it's only made possible because we have such amazing customers today who have supported us so much and share what we do and share what we do with their friends and just help us to, to grow little bit by little bit. Does somebody have to be a member to get their groceries delivered through Zero, or is it possible for non-members to order as well? Is there like a free trial or anything like that? It is totally possible. We wanted to make it as easy as possible to try Zero. Most people who shop choose to become a member, but you can totally come to the site, zerogrocery.com. You can take a look at exactly what we sell, and you'll see what we call a member price. Um, and um, a what we call a standard price. So the member price is going to be a little bit cheaper, um, and the standard price is going to be a little bit more expensive, of course. And you can build a basket today, and you can go to checkout, and you can just pay a one-time delivery fee of seven ninety-nine. Um, and it's as simple as that. And you too can get um, delivery the next day. And for some people, that works better. Um, they have irregular schedules, or you know they may you know they may travel a lot, um, or they simply may just want to try us out. And it's a great way to try us out today. As for the grocery delivery itself, how do you try to make that as sustainable and um, low emission as possible? Yeah, there's a lot of research uh, that's recently been coming out that grocery delivery companies in general, even if you're using gas vehicles, um, are more sustainable than individuals getting in their own cars and going to the store. And the reason for that is here on the, in the world of grocery delivery, we put a lot of time, effort and technology into batching our routes and having routes that are optimized and as optimized as possible. So that means um, we can perform deliveries in a very efficient way. For zero, that's extended even further. And it's actually one of the reasons why we don't have individual delivery slots. So if you order by 5 p.m. today, you will get your grocery delivery tomorrow, but it will come somewhere between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Um, and by not having individual grocery delivery slots, that enables us to have a little bit more flexibility on how we deliver 
um, and in what order we deliver to our customers. So if there are if there's you and there's also your neighbors on your same street or in your in your same apartment building, um, we will do a delivery to everybody at the same time. Um, and that has really, really helped. Um, we hope in the future to utilize more um, electric powered vehicles, electric powered trucks as we start to now scale up as well um, and build out more of our infrastructure uh, as well. But the real key thing is the, the simple fact that as you can batch your grocery deliveries in this way, you can um, perform groceries in a, a grocery delivery in a far more sustainable way um, for your customers. And how has the COVID pandemic affected your business? Yeah, you know, uh, Zero only launched across the Bay Area, the whole of the Bay Area on November 4th, so of 2019. So we are very new on the block. So we were only really kind of starting to ramp up in really January, February time. And the business just dramatically exploded from March onwards. Um I mean, we have a business that has near 15x in the last few months. I mean, it's it's unbelievably fast growth for us. Um, but we felt a deep responsibility to service our community, um, you know, both for families, for, for young folks, but also there are a lot of senior citizens who are not able to leave from their homes. And if we could do a really good job of providing folks exactly what they needed with our next day delivery service, even though we were a very new company, uh, who was growing very fast, we felt a huge responsibility to the communities we service here in the Bay Area. And I think one of the reasons why we've grown so fast is we've been a dependable service for men. Um, you would have seen probably back in March, there were a lot of services that were maybe two, three weeks out from being able to deliver. They also didn't have a lot of items in stock. Part of the reason why um, stores and also grocery stores didn't have items in stock is they work at the very end of a very complex supply chain. And they're often receiving product from distributors and distributors are considered kind of secondhand. They're like brokers. So um, they've usually gone and got the product from somewhere else. And then they're kind of selling it on to a retailer who's then selling it on to you. At Zero, we didn't face, and we don't face that dilemma because as I was saying earlier, we're really plugged into our manufacturers. We're plugged into our farmers. We're plugged into other CPG brands. Uh, we we work really hard to build technology to do a better job of predicting who's going to consume what and when as well. So we were this kind of new kid on the block looking to our left and looking to our right and thinking, why is everybody like three weeks out for deliveries? This is absolutely mad. <laughs> and here we were with a very new um, set of technologies that weren't really even fully baked, that we had to kind of really rush to ramp up. Um, and start delivering to as many people as possible because we could do it. We could deliver next day deliveries because we were working off bulk product. We weren't waiting for tiny little plastic bags of rice or pasta to show up and fight for those same little plastic bags of rice and pasta that everybody else was fighting for. Here we were with you know that same rice and that same pasta coming basically hot off the factory line and working off of bulk product. So that put us in a in a different standing. And the other, the, 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 the sad thing actually with COVID was many people couldn't go to their local bulk stores. And I'm a huge proponent and a huge fan of bulk stores. Um, some stores are just bulk stores. Some stores have a whole section for bulk product. And when I started my plastic free journey, I relied on those stores heavily. And the more 
bulk stores we can have across the country, the better we all are. But during COVID, those were not available for health and safety reasons. Um, it just wasn't viable to have members of the public, you know, scooping and sifting and, and bagging their own product. So there was also a lot of people that were coming to us who didn't have that um, that channel available to them anymore. And, and again, we became really the only sustainable option for, for, for groceries that you could get in this current climate. And in this period, we gained a lot of customers. And there are folks that write into me, and these are the ones that I really love because they'll write and they'll say, they'll say, Z, they'll say, you know, I was definitely not plastic free before I started shopping with you guys. Um, I had one guy who wrote to me and he was telling me, he said, you know, I drive like a sports car. I have two of them actually, like they're gas guzzling. And he was saying, you know, my friend actually showed me zero and I just really loved the jars. Like I just thought they were really clean and sanitary and beautiful. And I wanted them in my kitchen and that's all good by me. And he said, once I started the service, my consciousness just changed and I started thinking this is a really serious issue and I want to do more. It's not even enough for me to just shop with zero, even though that was the biggest piece for him. And um, that made me extremely happy. But the fact that he was telling me, you know, I started thinking more about like how much trash do I produce my recycling and how much water am I using um, composting. And so the ability for somebody to just, even begin that journey in that way proves to me the value of what we're doing and hopefully the value that we continue to, to, to build for many, many people. Um, and it's, it's those folks, folks like me who, you know, I only started going plastic free because I felt an inspiration to do it, but I had no clue what I was doing. I really wanted to challenge myself to live plastic free because I was and I say this about myself a lot, but like a lazy consumer, you know, I was working 8, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. I wasn't particularly conscious of what I was buying, but I really wanted to give it my best shot. And I did. And I found it really difficult. And throughout that time, I would always think, oh, like if there was a service or somebody that could just give me a helping hand, this would be so much easier. And if it was available to me, I'd buy everything like this. And I wanted to be that helping hand for people. I wanted whether they were single guys or young mums, you know, college students or senior citizens, I wanted them to have a really easy way of being sustainable and having access to good food. And that means with Zero, just shopping a different service. There's really nothing else that you have to do other than switch over to Zero from whatever you're doing today. Um, so those stories are the other stories I live for. How has it been for you and your team to experience 15x growth in just the matter of a few months? How have you guys handled that? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I have the most incredible team, the most incredible team and the most diverse team. We're not a big team, but we're an extremely diverse team, diverse in thought, diverse in experiences, diverse in background. And when you have diverse folks around the table, you can problem solve much more effectively. I mean, the, the data shows that time and time again. Um, but we have folks that had worked um, at other online grocery stores. We had folks that had come from venture. We had folks that had a, a heavy data analytics background, engineers. So we have an amazing mix of people who were really up for the challenge. And I think there are times when it's really difficult, um, but we know what the vision is and we know what the mission is. And the mission is really, really clear. It's clear to us. It's clear to somebody that starts a on day one with us. It's the reason they start with us a lot of the time. And that mission is, is and that vision is what, what drove us and our customers riding in and our customers, you know, we were cheering on our customers, our customers were cheering us on. 
Um, and something beautiful just happens when you're going through a crisis as a society. It really tests the power of, of community. But the team put everything they had on the table. And we looked at problems. We look at problems and challenges and as a team. And we look for solutions as a team. And we work really, really, really hard. Really hard. I mean, you know, there are people kind of behind the curtain or in the shadows that people don't see, right? Um, and we are by no stretch of the imagination, you know, hospital workers or frontline workers or doctors. But, you know, there are folks that are, you know, picking and packing groceries. And we have to put a lot of um, protocols in place to keep ourselves and our team safe. Um, but we're not a big team. All of us are all hands on deck. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your job title is. If you're needed on the front line, you're on the front line. And we all chip in on that. Um, but we had to make sure we had safety protocols in place, um, you know, from basically full hazmat suits where everybody is suited up with masks and goggles and gloves and restrict the number of people that we had in, in, in the warehouse. But this was a brand new experience and there was no manual there was no textbook on how to run very fast growing business feeding many 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 people during pandemic like that that textbook didn't exist and i always say i've barely been a peacetime ceo let alone a wartime ceo ceo and i wasn't even a peacetime ceo for very very long and and it really is like being a leader during battle and having to to take the troops forward um, and I've always said, I don't have all the answers. This is just something that I wanted to start. And every single person that comes in really brings their own flavor, their own background to the table. And many are smarter than me, have much more specialism than me, um, know many more things than I do. And if I can just bring all of those people around the table and I can really honor them and I can honor their work, we're going to do great things. And I think we've just achieved well, you know, we've made the impossible possible in a very, very short space of time. What advice do you have for people who want to start similar businesses in their area? I would say start is the first one because it's so easy to be become discouraged by doubt and fear. And the biggest first obstacle is actually fear itself. I started testing really early on. It was like 2018 and I was, I was doing all kinds of crazy things. I was delivering, I was just me. I was delivering groceries for people. I was cleaning their houses. I was doing surveys. I was interviewing people. I was trying to understand what would it take to get them to go zero waste. I was running these pilots where I would, I would get people stuff that they wanted. Um, like, let's say like some cleaning products. I would deliver it to them. And then like a week later, I would switch them out for zero waste options and say, okay, now I'm going to switch out your all-purpose cleaner. Uh, and then you're going to tell me how it is. And then I'm going to switch out the dish soap and you're going to tell me how it is. And so I was doing all these like weird, wacky tests with a lot of very patient people. My neighbors, I'm sure I was driving them mad around that period. Um, and I live in a large apartment block. So I had, I had a lot of people around me that I could bug. Um, but really just firstly, just start doing something. Testing, in interviewing people, drawing, mapping, writing, reading, researching, but start. And then the second is try to get um, a budget together and a little bit of, of, of money together. 
it, you don't have to build a venture scaling business. But if you've got a little bit of money yourself, it could be $500. It could be $1,000. There's something you could do with that $500 or that $1,000 that will eventually become $5,000 and eventually become $10,000. Try and convince people to give you money. Um, friends, family, um, look at interesting systems of maybe you can create something with others or maybe you can share in the profits of what you're doing. But the key is get started. That doesn't mean rush into something, but I've met so many people who've had such great ideas, but they've sat on them for so long and they've been discouraged. They Others have discouraged them or they've had so much self-doubt and you have everything inside of you that you need to succeed. And the minute you can, and I still have doubts, I still have fears, but the, the more you can kind of quash those and just face things head on and just run towards, it's like running towards a brick wall. And then right when you're going to hit it, suddenly the brick wall just opens up and you just keep on running. And then there's more brick walls and they just keep on opening for you. But you've got to run at the brick wall for it to open for you. Um, and that's easier said than done. That really, really is easier said than done. Um, especially if you've, if you've struggled in life, if you, you know, you've not had much money or you've been bullied or you've, you, you've had traumatic experiences or you've had bad experiences in various workplaces. It's really, really hard. But um, vision is, is key. Like the vision, having vision of what you see existing start there because it will change things will change this zero didn't look like this when i was going around cleaning people's houses and i was trying to get them onto zero waste products and, and who knows lord what else but it was my starting point and i just stuck with it and i kept going and i kept going and i kept going and that's not to say you should always keep going there might come a point where you have to stop and change tactic that's also part of the journey but don't be afraid to to fail and get yourself what you need. Get yourself a little bit of money or put some savings aside. There's always this, this false belief that you can just quit your job. Oh, just quit your job and just, you know, especially in Silicon Valley, oh, just quit your job and just start doing all this stuff. Well, that's kind of hard to do because like, what are you going to pay the rent with? What are you going to eat with? But there's things you can do in the evenings. There's things you can do in the weekends. Start putting some money. It's like, just, just take those small steps and look for people that can also support you. You know, anybody that writes to me, and you can have my email address and write to me too. But anybody that writes to me that's uh, talking about any of this stuff, I have time for them because it's it's the, the courage to even be thinking about the stuff and then go forth and do it. I commend hugely. Um, so just find people around you that will listen to you, that will listen to your ideas, that will support you. You want to surround yourself by people that are encouraging. You don't want to surround yourself with negativity or pessimistic people because they will just drag a lot of what you're trying to do down. And there will always be obstacles. Always. I love everything you just said. If if I can just print it and put it on my wall, that would be great. <laughs> Especially the, the thing that really struck me too is you already have everything you need to succeed inside you. Like, oh, it's so true. Do. But it's, it's You it's, really do. You mm-hmm. really do. No matter what anybody else has ever told you or how anybody has ever made you feel. I had no savings personally. So the option, there was no option for me of like, oh, I have a trust fund or I have my, you know, my family money or I have savings of my own. I had no money, no savings. But I was in a position in my life at this point where, you know, um, I, I could afford to eat and my rent was paid. That wasn't always the case in my life. <laughs> and oftentimes we underestimate why we cannot. And especially for, for those of us that have, that have really struggled in our lives, you know, we are often just trying to make ends meet. But 
everything you need is really inside of you. It really is because you're the one thinking of these things. You're the one having the vision. You're the one imagining a better way of living and, 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 and existing and a, a way to fix a lot of the crazy problems we have in society. That's you. That's your brain doing that work. So how can we like take action on that? And I think that's where people fall. They'll, they'll have the, the, the vision, maybe they'll have the idea, but they'll fail to take the action or, or not take enough action. And it's there. And that's why every day we do that work, right? To like grow, to be better, to learn, to be really humble and stay open because you don't have all the answers. You'll never have all the answers. So if you stay really open, you will learn more and you'll soak up more and you'll just get better at stuff. And you'll, I, you know, I didn't know anything about the grocery industry, nothing. I had never moved products on the ground before in my life. I knew nothing about it. And I wear that with a badge because my mission was so much greater than just getting people groceries. It wasn't about that. Obviously getting people groceries is very important and it's the number one thing I do, but I was doing it because we've got to get a grip on this crisis. And if a company doesn't scale in the next five or seven years, it's too late in 30 years time. It's just too late. So I felt a real urgency to do something that you love. It's got to be something you want to do. doesn't matter what people, it's got to be something you deeply care about, whatever that thing is, or, or maybe there's several of them, whittle them down, but like work on something. Your life is too short to work on something that doesn't interest you. And, and look, we, there are people right now, you know, families losing loved ones in this pandemic. And it's really, it's really disheartening. And the one thing I took away from this moment and kind of being stuck indoors for many months is I got to do it with my life what I want to do with my life regardless of what anybody else thinks I should do because it's mine and yours is yours that's a perfect place to end it I don't think anything else I say <laughs> or you can you say can top that so thank you so much for joining us today and one so last thing I, I suppose where can we go to uh to shop and to learn more about the work that you're doing Yes, please visit us at zerogrocery.com. That's Z-E-R-O grocery.com. And we do have a promo code that gets you one month free membership with us for all of your listeners, which is High Hippie Haven. So please go sign up, give it a go. And just, just check us out. Just check us out. Check the work we're doing. Shoot me an email. Holler at my team. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We are zerogrocery underscore. That's zerogrocery underscore check us out. Now it's time to take action. If this episode has inspired you to cut back on your plastic waste, pick one area of your life that you can safely reduce packaging right now. For further impact, if this episode has inspired you to start your own zero waste business, take her advice and make the first move. We have resources about how to start a zero waste business on our website, hippiehavenpodcast.com, and we'll link that in the show notes. I'll be back next Wednesday talking with an entrepreneur who's working to make e-commerce shipping more sustainable. Remember, knowledge is power. So if you learned something from today's episode, share it with someone you know who'd also benefit from this free resource. If you share the podcast on social media, don't forget to tag and follow us at Hippie Haven Shop or my personal Instagram is at hippie.ceo. This podcast is produced with the help of my communications coordinator, Ray Lynn, who also helps produce our Hippie Haven YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on YouTube to see more behind the scenes at our zero waste company. You can also support our environmental advocacy work here at Hippie Haven by leaving a review for this podcast in whichever app you're using to listen, or buy us a virtual cup of coffee to keep us going.
Visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash hippie haven to support our work. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and I hope you have a great rest of your day.